2: This is your Times Daily World briefing on Wednesday, the 2nd of March. I'm Sophia Franklin. And I'm Emily Wither. A chilling warning from President Putin to Ukrainians hold up in their capital.
0: Well, men and women are both rallying to support. There's a massive social mobilisation, massive.
2: And there's
1: several dead in Syria's capital city after a fire engulfs a (laughs) mall.
0: We rushed to the site and tried to contain the fire inside the mall so it wouldn't spread to nearby buildings. The
2: Times Daily World Briefing. We begin this episode with the latest warning from the Russian President Vladimir Putin, who has told civilians living in the capital city of Ukraine to leave before heavy aerial bombardment. Five people have died after a TV and radio tower in the city was attacked yesterday. It also destroyed Babi Yar, one of Europe's largest mass graves, where 33,000 Jewish people were murdered by Nazis. Here's the Ukrainian president, Volodymyr Zelensky.
0: For any normal person who knows our history, world history, Babin is a special part of Kyiv, special part of Europe, a place for prayer, a place for remembering 100,000 people who were killed by Nazis, a place of old Kiev cemeteries. Who are they to make such a place a target for rocket strikes? You killed Holocaust victims for the second time.
2: Meanwhile, the 40-mile-long convoy of Russian armoured vehicles carrying an estimated 15,000 soldiers plus tanks and artillery, which we reported on 24 hours ago, is now about 15 miles from Kiev. It's thought that that convoy will be used to either encircle the city or besiege it. Overnight in the second-largest city of Kharkiv, Russian paratroopers have landed at a military hospital as they attempt to take control of the region. It comes one day after a building in Freedom Square was hit with a missile. Several lives were lost and even more wounded. This is the sound of a recovery team carrying bodies out of a heavily damaged parliament building. When asked by reporters if one of the bodies being carried was alive, a man responded, he is cargo 200. And across Ukraine, the number of casualties is rising. Liz Throssell is a spokesperson for the Office of the United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights. Between the 24th of February morning and midnight last night, our office has recorded 536 civilian casualties in Ukraine. These include 136 civilians who were killed, including 13 children, and 400 civilians injured, among them 26 children. Russian troops are also on the streets of the southern city of Kherson, according to local reporters, with the city's mayor saying the occupation of our city is underway. Jerome Starkey is a defence editor for the Sun newspaper in the United Kingdom and spoke to Times Radio from Dnipro in central Ukraine.
0: As of last night, you know, as of since the last few days, there have been sort of fairly regular um, air raid sirens because the city does appear to be coming on, under attack. I, mean, I think the fiercest fighting and the most significant moves overnight uh, have been, as as you've mentioned, in Kharkiv, uh, Ukraine's second city, uh, which appears to have been surrounded and now troops uh, entering the suburbs, Uh, In Kiev, obviously those terrifying warnings really from Vladimir Putin for people to move out ahead of a bombardment.
2: Anthony Lloyd is the Times of London's war correspondent also in Dupro, where many residents are preparing to fight and defend their town. Ukrainian women and children there have started a petrol bomb production line to help.
0: Of the volunteers, it's mostly men uh, coming to pick up weapons. Now, most of those already have some sort of military experience by the nature of conscription here in previous times and in the Soviet times. Um, However, there's no shortage of women supporting them in that. I mean, most of the people I saw making Molotov cocktails in the center of the city, or, or not just there, but elsewhere in the city, are women. Most of the, the people coordinating the supply of <clears throat> not just sleeping bags, uniforms, boots, thermal optics and all the rest of it to the new volunteers are women. Mm. Uh, you know, there's a huge... Well, men and women are both rallying to support. There's a massive social mobilization here, massive.
1: On day seven of the invasion, the world continues to react to the conflict. The US Undersecretary of State for Civilian Security, Democracy and Human Rights, Uzra Zaya, spoke in Geneva and gave this message.
2: To the Russian government and Russian military personnel involved in this invasion, the world is watching. The United States is supporting all efforts to identify and document human rights abuses or violations of international humanitarian law. We will work to ensure that perpetrators are held to account. It's time for the Human Rights Council to act. We cannot ignore reality.
1: Meanwhile, the U.S. president used the annual State of the Union speech to dedicate a large portion to the Ukraine crisis and also announced further U.S. sanctions on Russia.
0: We're cutting off Russia's largest banks in the international financial system, preventing Russia's central bank from defending the Russian ruble, ruble, making Putin's $630 billion war fund worthless. We're choking Russia's access.
1: In Japan, 70 volunteers have offered to fight for Ukraine. There's also news of a new Europe in terms of its unity and response to the Russian threat, as the UK, Estonia and the head of NATO held a joint press conference. The Estonian Prime Minister, Kajikalis, gave this message, warning we should be afraid of a Putin who succeeds in Ukraine.
0: Ukraine should be given a very clear signal to join the EU. The security of Ukraine is the security of Europe. Although uh, there is no direct military threat at our borders, NATO must take a leap now and adopt rapidly to the new security situation.
1: The UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson added troops from his country would not fight Russian forces, but reinforce the power of NATO's alliance.
0: If Vladimir Putin thinks he's going to push NATO back uh, by what he 's doing he 's gravely mistaken. This will end up with uh, with a fortified and strengthened uh, NATO uh, on, his, on on his western uh, flank.
1: Around the world, people are gathering in support of Ukraine, with some protesting against the Russian invasion. Outside of the Ukrainian embassy in London, there are more than just posters and flowers. Volunteers flooded in on Tuesday asking how they can help in Ukraine. Some have even come forward to volunteer military service, including British ex-military. This man told reporters that his family has a military background.
0: We're not going under the British flag, so it's not going with NATO. We're going as individuals. Volunteers to fight with the Ukrainians, not as a British soldier, not as ex-British, just as a human, because it's we're all humans at the end of the day, aren't we? So we all got to fight, we all got to stand up to tyranny. And personally, I think this is 1938, the the cusp of um, the Second World War, maybe the Third.
1: Apple has become the latest major firm to halt all product sales in Russia after saying it was deeply concerned about the Russian invasion and stands with those suffering as a result of the violence. Apple Pay and other services such as Apple Maps have also been limited. Meanwhile, Google has also removed Russian state funded publishers from its features.
2: The Times Daily World Briefing. In other news from elsewhere in the world, at least 11 people have been killed in a fire at a shopping centre in the Syrian capital of Damascus. Local news reported that the fire gutted the Lamarada Mall in Hamra Street, one of the most famous marketplaces in the city. Twenty fire engines descended on the scene to extinguish the blaze, which took four hours to control. The whole building was engulfed in flames before it could be contained. Here's firefighter Valal Khalid.
0: We rushed to the site and tried to contain the fire inside the mall so it wouldn't spread to nearby buildings. Now we're inspecting this area to prevent reignition. Some people who
2: were suffering from smoke inhalation were also taken to hospital. The investigation is still ongoing to determine the cause of the fire, which left huge damage and property losses.
1: Now to another fire and its after-effects. After floating in the sea burnt out for nearly two weeks, a cargo ship off the Portuguese Azores archipelago has sank with thousands of luxury cars on board. Port officials said the Panama-flagged Felicity Ace sank as they began to try and tow the boat. Joe Mendes Cabacas, the captain of the nearest port on the island of Faial, says it was due to structural problems caused by the fire a fortnight before and rough seas which saw water start to come in. The ship had been carrying around 4,000 cars made by Volkswagen Group from Germany to the United States and included Porsches and Bentleys, each worth thousands. The fire broke out on the 16th of February. All 22 crew members on board were evacuated on the same day.
2: The Times Daily World Briefing.
0: Sport.
1: And finally, with some unexpected news from the US sporting world, here's John Jackson.
0: Major League Baseball has cancelled the start of its regular season over a financial dispute with its players. The deadline for a deal to be reached between the two sides passed on Tuesday, ahead of the start of the new season at the end of March. The Players Association said that throughout the talks it has sought to promote competition, provide fair compensation to young players and uphold the integrity of the market system for talent. League Commissioner Rob Manfred said on Tuesday that the league wants to bargain and want an agreement with the Players Association as quickly as possible. The 2022 season was scheduled to begin with opening day on March the 31st.
2: And that's your Times Daily World Briefing on Wednesday the 2nd of March. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google
0: Podcasts. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?